to show. live um Sweet. what's going on everybody welcome back to another episode of off mass podcast we're kind of rushing this one through because my phone's been acting up fucking funky <laughs> so um my guest this episode is returning guest adam russman what's going on adam how you been i'm doing well man how you been i'm all right just you know COVID life you know getting through that yeah, it, it, yeah man. it's been Maybe. some time so I, i'm still trying to milk it <laughs> but, like, I walk around work, I'm like, I give the little cough. <laughs> I got to go home. And they're like, shut the fuck up, sit down. So I'm not, I'm not milking it. Uh, I'm not milking it around people, but my, my body is still milking it with, like, the things I want to do. Because I'm still having a uh, difficulty just, like, getting into a workout without feeling like a, you know, shitty. But I guess it's just getting old as well. You know, when I saw you on the visual, I haven't seen you for a few months. And your beard's going on, and you got a little salt and pepper in there. And I'm, I'm part of the salt and pepper crew now on the sides. <laughs> Something fierce, something like that. Hey, we're getting old. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's not COVID. We're just trash. <laughs> maybe, maybe like I, I bounced back as far as physical. I got back on the mats. Um, I took a couple weeks off just to be certain to make sure I don't pass it. Yeah. And then uh, I got back and felt pretty good. I actually just jumped right back in. Went back to live sparring. Felt felt really good. And I have the brain fog still, which is really. It's it's still going on. It's really fucking with me because I'm I'm terrified of losing my my mind. So yeah, it's the worst. Well, it's the worst for everybody else. You won't remember for long. Yeah, I mean, honestly, it, yeah, I'll be that crazy old man saying fucked up things in the royal farm, and my daughter will be like, "Dad, you can't say that out loud." Like, uh, watch me. What, so. what do you mean you will be? That was like last week, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, yeah, I do say some fucked up shit to my tenants when they come into the office. Just like, <laughs> fuck them. Um, so, yeah, I basically just wanted to get on. We we tried to do this uh, a while back, but that's actually right. when COVID fucked me up. So Yeah, I think it was right after Spider-Man because the last time I was over, mm -hmm. I think we were like a month or two away from Spider-Man. We were both geeking out a little bit about it. Yeah, um, yeah. And then, and then I was like, we got to get back. We got to talk about it when it comes out. So yeah, and then and then we just kept on pushing it to the right um, because uh, you know, life life happens. Yeah, life. at first I was going to make a joke about, hey man, which podcast are we on? Because you got like three or four of them now. So, yeah, but you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you, you declared it this time. So you know, I, you ruined my joke. Well, yeah, I was just going to jump right in so that way I could kind of implant it wherever I want it. It's like yeah. Eh. Man. I'm short on an episode this week for So You Like Horror. Let's go. Like, why are you talking <laughs> about Spider-Man on a horror podcast? Oh, fuck, it's mine. That's that's why. Well, I mean, the Green Goblin was kind of scary in, in, a, in a good way, right? Goblin has always been scary to me. Like, I, I think he was much more menacing in this and in, in oh, where yeah. he was more he was more hokey in the last one, you know, or... or or maybe, you know, maybe it's my memory of it, you know, playing tricks on me. But he was definitely, there was definitely that more psychological, because you felt bad for him. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that one scene when he's in, he's in, oh, spoiler alert. He's at nah, peace. He's like, he's like, he's like, my son, you know, my, my building, my son, nothing exists. And you're like, oh, damn, man. You, you, yeah. you feel for him. Yeah, I mean, the the aspect of him being 
uh, you know, like a, a senile old man. That's, yeah. you know, that that kind of brought him down and, yeah. you know, added that sympathy. But I think I think what also helped him to be more menacing this time around versus uh, the original is the costume in the first Spider-Man looked fucking silly versus yeah. now what he was wearing. You know, he just had a hoodie on and some goggles and then he he was a ticking time bomb. And that's yeah, what yeah, yeah. Yeah. makes that terrifying is you don't know when it's going to happen. And when it happened, it was the worst possible moment for that to happen oh, when they're yeah, all yeah. enclosed. So, yeah. well, I, I got to talk about this because I have all the podcasts and all the people I've heard talk about uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. The one thing that I don't think anybody spoke about was the brilliance of the storytelling in regards to. It, it's it's kind of it le it closes the story and leaves a potential reboot for anything, right? Mm -hmm. Like if they want to go forward with Tom Holland, they can. If they want to go forward with a with a Tobey Maguire Spider Man Four, Andrew Garfield Spider Man Three, they can. If they want to incorporate it into the, the 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 MCU right now, they can. Like they, it was so smart to where you 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 kind of closed off that story. You kind of got the soft reboot inside that universe. Right, to yep. go in any direction, and, and if and if we never saw Tom Holland again as a Spider-Man, not that that's going to happen, we're definitely going to see Tom Holland again as Spider-Man. But if we didn't, there's like closure. Like it was so strategically brilliant to like hit all of these elements and kind of give everybody what they wanted. And I just think that was so smart, and I, and nobody really talked about it or, or gave you know kind of tipped their hat to Sony and Marvel for doing that. Um, e even even like the throwback to the the Andrew Garfield and Tony McGuire colors in, in his new, in his new yeah. suit. You know what I mean? Like, like all of those little elements, uh, it's like a, it's like a new beginning, but it is, it is the closing of that childhood chapter. And it's funny. Cause I've been saying forever, I don't want to see teenage Spider-Man anymore. I want to see adult Spider-Man. I want to see college and, and you know, I want to see Mary Jane and him having rent trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, um, uh, but, but this was like, this this fulfilled all of those elements in the childhood story and he's able to go take it anywhere else without being anchored down to what the mcu has done in the past with him which is a brilliant thing for sony to do you know and i don't think that they're going to take it away from marvel but they have that option it's just smart you know um yeah and i, I want to be clear i don't want to see the move away from marvel marvel but it's just it's very smart that they had that capability with the story and, and make it so satisfying they have a lot of cards to play right now. I mean, oh my god, they can go in any direction. And the, the thing about Sony, more so, you know, when when Marvel Studios, uh, you know, started off with Iron Man, Captain America, Incredible Hulk, and they started doing this built, you know, the shared universe. You know, everyone knew, like, well, you can't really. Well, let me rephrase that. In the beginning, there was a lot of talk because no one really knew. So we're like, oh, you know, Spider Man, X Men, you know, all this stuff. You know, that can be incorporated. Then when you start finding out, wait a minute, there are contracts with other studios that these characters can't be incorporated. So right. once things started to kind of break down and you saw that Sony was willing to work with Marvel and they yep. got this deal done, you know, the first question was for how long? Then yep. once the contract fell apart after Far From Home and they redid it, it was like, okay, now the sky's the fucking limit. And after this movie, now Sony sees we have to, you know, work with these motherfuckers because when we weren't working with them, 
you can see the decline of, of the box yeah. office for each movie. And it, I mean, the, the highest grossing one, Spider-Man three, believe it or not, yeah. um, as bad as that movie is, I mean, but it was the expectation, the hopes, the, you know, the beliefs Correct. that this movie's going to be great. So we yeah, all went was, to see it. Was it was Venom. It was, yeah. It was like, look, yeah. look how good Sandman, we got the technology to do a good Sandman. Look how awesome we're going to get yeah. a black suit. I mean, yeah, absolutely. I, I so, mean, th this now, I think it's number third gr highest grossing of all time in mm -hmm. the United States. It just beat Avatar, I believe. Yeah, um, just passed it this week. Yes. So, but it's been the highest grossing Sony movie for a minute. You know what I mean? Like, I think, I think, like a week and a half, it became the highest gro grossing Sony movie. So, I mean, like, and you know, I, Sony's got a. I'm happy that they found a way to work and and you know to share. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And it's and it's been a mutual benefit for all parties. I mean, it's been a huge benefit for for Marvel because now it's third top grossing movie of all times. Well, I mean, technically, it's, you know, in the MCU. Um. But now, you know, I've already heard the rumor that that Tobey Maguire is going to show up in Multiverse of Madness. We might get Andrew Garfield in the uh, or is he in Morbius? Yeah, they have all the options now. And not only that, you know, you have this very ambiguous thing going on with Morbius. Yep. Because you see uh, you, you hear mention of Venom. You see Oscorp. Yep. You see. Yep. Spider-Man, and you see um, uh, Vulture. So it's like, yep. where does this movie take place? So correct, correct. And that, uh, and I think and I think the spy there's a Spider-Man poster in the back, but it's Andrew. It might be Andrew Garfield, or it might be Tobey Maguire. It's not Tom Holland though. So someone um, said it was Tobey Maguire, but it doesn't look like it. But it's hard to tell. Correct. Um, so it's like I don't know. But they, they clearly made it a point to try to show you that we have Tom Holland's property in there and we have Andrew Garfield property in there. So somewhere, in there, they, you know, they're going to have to sneak in Tobey Maguire property in there somewhere. Um, yeah. And, and, and we still don't know the ramifications of what Doctor Strange did. I mean, he might have just fucked yeah. up everything. People might have not have gone home to the correct universes when they disappeared. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, because he's he's made some timeline adjustments and stuff like that. And I saw somebody do a really good breakdown of like, you know, kind of working backwards when all the different worlds existed. So there's probably if the, you know, the uh, the same idea with the Infinity Stones being pulled out and, and having, you know, variant universes, there's, you know, half a dozen or a dozen now with just the Spider-Man events. But I think we're going to see what, you know, uh, Multiverse of Madness is right around the corner. We still need yep. to see what happens after Loki. But you know, man, I'm 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 comfortable. I'm I'm trusting the ride. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't have any gripes about it. Let's. I think Morbius looks good, uh, and I can't wait to see it. I think uh, Multiverse of Madness looks amazing. Um, so let's just let's make it happen. I'm 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 ready. I mean, I did. Yeah. Eternals was fine. You know, something different. You know, and and I'm waiting for that one to to be unpacked. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. It'll it'll pay off at some point because so far what they've done with a lot of these properties is they'll set something up and the payoff shows up much later. And I like that kind of storytelling because it's not directly in your face. And I think that's that's just smart, you know, writing, smart, uh, you know, delivery versus just, you know, we have a problem with people today where it's like, I want it now. Give me everything mm -hmm. now. It's like whatever happened to the element of surprise and 
and just yeah. kind of slow slow cooking things. Now people are like, you know, when uh, Fox was purchased by Disney, immediately everyone's screaming, "Bring on the X Men!" It's like, are you fucking dumb? Like, yes, we all want the X Men, yes, but you know, you can't just say, "Okay, well, fuck everything that we had in in plans." Let's put the X-Men in place and then, you know, fuck it up some some more. So yeah. they, they've got a plan. Like you said, I'm here for the ride. I don't have any gripes. Hell, I'm so comfortable. I'm willing to take anything from almost any comic property now, including whatever the fuck DC is doing. I'm like, you know what? I'm in. Just give it to me. Dude. Dude, uh, it, it's funny because Peacemaker's been amazing. I'm gonna talk about Peacemaker. I just finished that yesterday. Have you watched all that? We are about to start either tonight or tomorrow. Oh, the whole thing. Yeah, fucking, yeah. So, like great. we've been like because because doing a horror podcast, I've been doing a lot of binging on um, other like horror properties, just trying to. I got to get that shit organized. So now that I finish all the uh, haunting of Bly Manor and haunting of Hill House, uh, you know, I, 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 the next thing I'm working on is Scream and The Conjuring, and I know all those properties very well. So you, I don't you have see a Midnight Mass. Uh, so we're watching that right now. Yeah, uh, Sarah loves it. I'm kind of like, eh, it, it's it's fine, like. But I'm also only four episodes in. She's already yeah. seen it all. Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm. Uh, yeah, Peacemaker was good, but I'm with you. Um, the, you know, the other thing about Spider Man that like just kind of got me energized was Charlie Cox was in it and everything else. So, yeah, wa watch that. the Amazing Sp Spider Man one with the girls. I think we watched. We didn't watch two yet, but, but I, I had. Uh, you know, I've been. I've been in my feelings about some Andrew Garfield because I really liked, I really liked his performance in both of those movies, even though Spider-Man two was kind of trash, but there's a good movie inside of that movie. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And then uh, I went back and actually watched Daredevil season three and Jessica Jones um, season three because Charlie Cox got, got me wanting to finish the Netflix stuff. I never finished Punisher season two. And I think that's coming off of Netflix really soon. So I have to, yeah. jump, I have to jump on that. Uh, but after after the defenders, I I just stopped watching them. I was like, I'm, I'm burnt out. But it kind of got me uh kind of got me hungry again, and I and I enjoyed them. They weren't you know they were they were fine. Jessica Jones is a little hard to get through. Yeah. Uh, so. I don't but, know uh, that I ever saw the second season of Jessica Jones. The second yeah. season was the one with her mom. Oh. Mm. Yeah. It's kind of it was kind of weird. Oh yeah, right. I got it's mommy not issues. Bad. I feel you, bro. Yeah, then, then maybe it's maybe maybe it's your cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler, spoiler alert, somebody shoots that bitch dead. <laughs> oh yeah, let me go check this shit out. <laughs> uh, um so uh but yeah that, that was good, man. And and uh dude laughed, cried, shed a tear, had some old man feels. Fucking that movie just it it, it I saw I've seen it twice. Uh I would have seen it again, but my, my wife's like, No, we we we're not going to go see that. We'll see something else. So I'll let her have that one. She gets one. I mean, me, I, I was, I, I had to go to it on a Wednesday afternoon by myself because, yeah. or, or not Wednesday, a Thursday afternoon because uh, Sarah works nights. So I didn't know with, you know, COVID restrictions, who knows what's what. I didn't know if like, you know, the Nerd Rage crew was going together or not. So 
I find out like, yeah, they're all going, you know, whatever time. I was like, well, I can't go because Sarah's got to work. So I found a three o'clock showing, went in there and I'm sitting next to this, this, uh, this dude who, when I look at him, he looks like the typical high school jock who would have picked on me in high school for liking comic books. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, you know, the movie comes on, everything's going fine. And, um, you know, there are a couple emotional parts. I, I think I cried three times during the movie. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm sitting here next to this dude. And I was thinking, I was like, yo, if this big motherfucker snickers or anything, because I'm getting emotional, I will whip his ass on spot. And <laughs> lo and behold, I hear him sniffling. I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, Big Papa's got feelings too. All right, well, we all cry like some punks. So, dude, I, uh, I, I get in the, I get in the theater, and we had these this nice theater up here where like the leather seats, like the the uh, warehouse cinema. Mm, nice. And uh, sit, who you know who sits next to me? Spider Man himself, dude in a straight up Spider Man costume. <laughs> I, bet, I, I shit you not. He had the fucking uh, he had the fucking Tobey Maguire costume on. Somebody else had an Andrew Gar- the Andrew Garfield, and somebody else was dressed up like Doctor Strange. And they they all, they all look pretty good. Right? So good. I got a selfie right. with them. It was it was funny. So hell yeah, man. It, it's great. great where things are with all of this now because if you go back twenty years ago, fifteen years ago, even you know no one's showing up to a spider-man movie like that i remember when we all went to see uh was it might have been phantom menace there are people dressed up for that mm-hmm. star wars was different people can get away with dressing up for star I wars i don't i don't even think it was phantom menace i think it might have been return it might have been uh the clone uh, war the, oh uh, attack of the clones possibly uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah possibly fuck that one up yeah um I know that I know there's a couple dudes dressed up as Jedi, and I was like, "Wow!" And I think like Virtus made a comment or some someone made a comment like, "Relax, like you know, <laughs> the, the fuck are you doing?" But yeah. you know, now you can go to a movie and it, this shit's embraced, and, and I, I love that it's. I hate it, but I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it because you know this is shit I grew up on, and just had a field day, you know, every time I got my allowance, I head up to Comics to Astonish, you know, buy some books and then, you know, I'd go up to the news center in in Orm Brown, you know, if I, if, you know, I can't get up to Comics to Astonish, you know, every week I'm buying comic books with my allowance and I still got a bunch of those books. So nowadays when, when you see just where everything is blown up to and it's like good you know i'm glad that that shit's embraced now yeah uh it's you know people can go out comfortably and just be a nerd i I like that a nerd can be a nerd and not feel threatened but i Mm -hmm. do kind of feel some kind of way about certain cosplay just kind of jumping in on the bandwagon but yeah you know at the same time i was like look whatever just embrace all of it I went into a, a high level individual's office the other day. I'm talking about like a, you know, you know, colonel, you know, in the military type of dude. And he had some Alex Ross, he had an Alex Ross Batman uh, painting in his office. And I was like, God damn, man, nice Alex Ross Batman painting. He's like, hey, you're the second one who knows what that is. <laughs> That's like, next level awesomeness there. <laughs> yeah, we're, yeah, we're taking over the world, man. <laughs> um, taking over the world. So, like, 
with Spider-Man and everything that's common that we know of. And let's just go as far as Doctor Strange, because I know there's so much more beyond. But coming up to Doctor Strange, there's the after the Super Bowl trailer. Yeah. There's the belief. And, you know, it sounds like it. Patrick Stewart. I mean, it's there. definitely him. I mean, his, his voice. I mean, you know, you, you know, it's his voice. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. nobody, nobody is, is, has any question of that. Um, I've watched some of the breakdowns of that. Like, there's like somebody walking in the shadows that looks like a Fantastic Four costume. Um, and I've heard rumors of the guy that was in the, that Inhumans show that didn't do very well, yeah. who was Black Bolt, that he might be in it. Yep. So we, I don't know who Namor. I don't. I mean, because Namor should be part of the Illuminati, Black Bolt, uh, Black Panther, um, Doctor X, Mister Fantastic, and Doctor Strange, right? Yeah. Yep. That's the entire yeah. Illuminati. Yeah. So, I'm. It's like just bring it on. I want it. Yeah. Just yeah. 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 All to me. I, I'm not crazy about the Fox properties coming in, but you know, give me Professor X, give me Wolverine. Everyone else can. Yeah. You know, yeah. But off. like. Here's the thing, man. I'm fine with them still being in some kind of like canon in some other universe, someplace. You know what I mean? Like, no, I don't that's even... fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it just had to do Spider-Man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like the fact the fact that the the, the uh, Tobey Maguire can't be ass bullshit Spider-Man exists somehow connected to to Infinity War does not bother me at all. I'm all I'm all in. Give it all yeah. to me. And the, well, the, the only thing, the only thing, and, I, and I'll be and I'm gonna be a little salty about this. The only thing that pisses me off, that will piss me off, because I'm a DC guy too. I love Marvel and DC, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. But but DC hit DC did it like five years ago. <laughs> you know you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they've already had they've already had the flashes all the flashes all incorporated with one another through through the, the WB show. I mean, you had every property from Adam West from Adam West to to the the eighty the nineties Flash to Batman 89 to uh, Birds of Prey to Titans. Um, the only property they didn't show off is the Christian Bale Batman. Yeah. And, and now, you know, now the, uh, the, the new, the new Batman that's coming out now. The, yeah. The, the Christian Bale Batman was the only one that they didn't connect to every other live version DC. With, well, well, let me take that back. Some of the older Superman, I guess, didn't count like you know like the black and white shit but anything that you know anything modern because because technically um the brandon ralph is still it, it is the same superman as uh christopher reeves you know okay yeah you're right yep it, it's a soft reboot of, of from superman one and two so they they kind of they kind of redcon superman three i don't know why they took richard Pryor out man it is what it is that was like my favorite <laughs> one when I, was a kid, when I was a kid but i didn't know better you know what i mean um, yeah. And Superman four, so uh, you know, it, so they they they've done it for a while, and now they're and now when the Flash movie comes out later this year, they're gonna fucking call foul that oh you know DC's commenting off and of of Marvel and doing the multiverse thing, and I'm like no motherfuckers, you guys are in, ill informed. We've been doing it since the seventies, goddamn it. Yeah, I was gonna say, you know, DC, um, and that's the thing, DC has been there first with everything. Yeah. And yeah. it's, you know, Marvel, you know, does it a year, maybe two years later, even in, uh, you know, but the thing is off of base popularity, people are going to see now, you know, Marvel, whether it be 
you know, anything with Spider-Man. I mean, it, it still blows my mind that people give a fuck about Iron Man now and in Captain yeah, America. Yeah, 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 for sure. Where, you know, several years back, I mean, and honestly, I only went to see Iron Man because of Robert Downey Jr. I didn't give a fuck yeah. about Iron Man. I was like, man, who cares about Iron Man? Where's Robert Downey Jr.? And I'm a fan. So let's go yeah. see it. Loved it. And I was like, whatever they do within this pocket, I'm here. And you didn't realize there's going to be something like that until Iron Man 2 and the, the same, end credit. The same thing with Thor. Nobody gave yeah. a fuck about Thor back in the day. No, not a, yeah. my my friend. His middle name is Thor, and he. I remember when the movie came out. I was like, I said, I was like, bitch, if you try to embrace that shit now that the movie's out, I will whip your ass. Like, <laughs> like, because he. I remember he said he was embarrassed that his middle name was Thor as a kid. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, there were classmates. I was like, dude, that's so fucking cool. When we're like, you know, in high school and middle school. I was like, dude, if I had those four letters anywhere in my name, you'd be calling me Black Four. So, <laughs> like, unfortunately, I don't have an R in my name anywhere. So, like, hey man, we, call- can just, we can just call you, we can call you Black Thor right now if you want, man. I mean, you know, maybe, maybe. I, I think I might, I might run with that. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> that'll um, be that'll be your OnlyFans name. hey i mean it's not out of question and and the the only fans the talk has died down but it's still in the works people think that hey hey, just hey just remember there's a group of people out there no matter what you're doing they're going to be into it you know what i'm saying yep (laughs) like people look people are into some weird shit so if i get on there and start doing jujitsu in a thong people will tune in i don't know why but they're like, fuck it, tune in. I'm like, y'all are fucking some freaks, yo. But all right, like, <laughs> it's like run with it. Uh, plus, I got bills, son. Like, I'm trying, I'm trying yeah. to, trying to, you know, get a new car. Um, but yeah, basically, where it all breaks down is that, you know, we got Doctor Strange. Looks like we're gonna get the Illuminati. Uh, yep. Heavy rumors. So, what? I mean, I think uh, that's pretty much confirmed. He's walking in there in shackles. Yeah. Oh, oh, and, and uh, Iron Man. Which Iron is, Man. If yeah. It's, if the Tom, if it's the Tom Cruise Iron Man, love that. Love yes. That. He was the original cast, or he was originally who they were trying to get for Correct. Iron Man. So yeah. I love everybody. Honestly, one thing that I wanted to see, and it doesn't have to be a full blown thing. It, it can be, you know, kind of a, um, you know, cameo thing. Is John Krasinski was uh, in talks to be Captain America. Give, or, give, Mr. Fan, or Mr. Fantastic. You can give me you both. Know. You know, give me him in the suit, just kind of as a cameo. Yeah. But I want him as Mr. Fantastic. Uh, his his wife was supposed to be Black Widow, but she went off and yeah. did Gulliver's Travels instead. Uh, poor choice, but whatever. We all fuck up. Uh, yeah. Put her in the, put her in the suit, but then bring her back as uh, Invisible Woman. Uh, give me Chris Evans as Human Torch, just for a brief yeah. second. You know, yeah. I, I want all of it. I'm greedy right now. And and this is the opportunity for them to do all of that just for a second. You know the the cool thing they could do? They could have a Chris Evans meet another Cap, right? Mm -hmm. And just de-age him to be Johnny Storm. You know what I'm saying? Just to make him look ridiculously younger. And and that'd be fine. Yeah, all day long. Give me every bit of it because right now the, the, the possibilities are just fucking unlimited. So this is your opportunity now to like fuck around and find out. So yeah. do it. Well, bro, I, I hope you, I hope you enjoy uh, peacemaker, man. It, it, it's, it's really good. And it got approved for a uh, second season. It's eight episodes. 
Um, Ooh, okay. Definitely, definitely not for kids. Yeah, but it, it was enjoyable. It's 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 funny. It's got like this this team element. It's got heart. Um, you end up really caring for all the characters. Okay. I mean, like 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 yeah, man. Like it, it, people get hurt and or die. Maybe theoretically. That's what I like. I, for nobody. It, it, I it, love it. it. You 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 get the feels, bro. For you, sure. I haven't heard a negative thing about it. I just haven't gotten to it because. With Sarah working night, she's all Friday and Saturday, so we try to sit down on Friday night, watch a couple TV shows, and then Saturday we do a movie. Uh, but with just being on this huge horror kick, I felt bad for Christmas time with her because she was like, let's watch some Christmas movies. I was like, yeah, we do have um, a Christmas horror story. We have Krampus. Krampus. <laughs> and I could see her heart just sank. I was like, ah, fuck. All right. Let's watch Home Alone. Yeah, <laughs> she was yeah. like, like, we got others. I was like, yeah, I know, but yeah, so and, and um, Peacemaker, uh, John Sia, Sia, whatever his fucking name is. I'm a fan. I like him. I like him now. Yeah. Never, I mean, not. I never had anything against him before, but like, you know, he, he's, you know, he's he's a likable dude. You know. Yeah, I mean, it, it's when he was in Suicide Squad. Look, I was like, you know, it ain't bad. As a matter of fact, I love, I loved everything that he did with the character. He was fun. Um, he was serious when it was time to be serious, but. That, that element of humor always stayed there and it just made the character much more likable. So yeah, yeah. Um, they, we'll they, probably they definitely they definitely kept it in that vein, but they got they got down to some character development for sure. For um sure. we'll probably uh check it out tonight. Um also want to kind of talk to you because I know we both listen to Joe Rogan. Yeah. Uh, I want to get I, I was your... gonna make a I was gonna make a joke. I was lining up a joke like you know <laughs> speaking of black history month, let's talk about Joe Rogan. <laughs> um so with that i I will say i will say this so i i I do love joe rogan i haven't seen the clip that whoever the fuck collage together but i have listened to many of his podcasts where the term where the term is brought up and he has said it in the context of the fact that people you know like in the context of this is a word that has a lot of power you know Yes, and he, he, you know, he uses it um, yeah. in that context, not not in a derogatory context. We're calling somebody that, you know, or using it as a racial slur, but actually just, you know, vocalizing the term. Yep, yep. Um, and and that was kind of my my take on it too. Is like, look, I've heard the episodes. I haven't heard the collage that they put together. I don't care. I don't need to. Yeah. Um, but. You know, again, ultimately, this all comes down to, look, he this this all kind of really started back uh, when he had Bernie Sanders on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, and I, I actually, man, I think that the catalyst was is when he went after CNN and punked CNN out. Yeah, that, that means- you know, and uh, I mean, like, dude, I mean, so I've been a podcast junkie. I mean, let me think. I've been listening to Rogan since. When did he start? I want to say it was like 20. So he started in 09. 2012, I, I want to say. Well, he started in 09. Yeah. Um, I think that's, I, I think I jumped on about 2012, maybe 13 fully. Yeah. Like I listened to a couple in 2012 for sure, but in 2013 is where I really like just could, didn't miss an episode. Basically, yeah, yeah. I mean, every once in a while, I would skip the MMA ones. No offense, anybody listening to this podcast. Um, 
I'm taking it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, but, then, but then, like, you, you catch some really good – there's some really good conversations on that one. Um, just because, like, you know, sometimes I couldn't follow, you know, the, the when they get really deep down the rabbit hole. But then at a certain yeah. po- point, he, he changed the format and they would just talk about anything. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like, I like the ones when he has some, like, crazy UFO I – think, I, I think it was the UFO shit that got me on Rogan. Like, he would talk about some Bigfoot or some UFO shit. Yeah, somebody would have a clip someplace, um, and that, and I started listening to that when he was like Joe Rogan challenges, like challenges everything or whatever the hell it was called. That yeah, uh, questions everything. Joe Rogan yeah, questions, questions everything. everything. I think that was that. I think that's what I got into it. So I was like, oh man, you're not talking about some spooky shit to entertain me. I don't give a fuck. And then he started having scientists on, and then like some doctors about some health stuff and medical stuff, and then I just kind of got hooked. Um, so yeah. Is so uh, here. Uh, so you know, man. Like I, uh, it, it's it's a. Uh, I, I have a belief, and 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 hear me out on this. Like Ooh. words have power, like magic, and I and I mean, and I and I and I don't mean they literally have magic, but then at the same time, I mean they literally have magic, and not in a spooky way, but like. But they do. They, they they like you know they program our our thoughts and our beliefs and our actions and our behaviors, right? You you can like you know you can hypnotize somebody. You can hypnotize the ma- uh, masses. Like if you're talking to somebody, and and the words they choose to use or not use can tell you how honest or if they're lying or how passionate or or you know truthful they're being about something. Um. So you got to you got to respect that man. And, and they in in uh, you know there's I think every culture has you know, forbidden terms or forbidden words or things you shouldn't say or shouldn't say at certain places, you know, like, I mean, like even like stupid, you know, stupid superstitious stuff we kind of believe in. Right. Yeah. And so like, I, I, I think we need to take that in the context that like that term in the English language for the last, at least the last, you know, two, 300 years ha- has had profound power you know, and, and you can't ignore that. Um, now, you know, whether people say, should, should people say it or not say it? You know, I know, you know, I know both white, black, Hispanic, whatever people think that like, nobody should say that word. Some people say they're taking it back. I don't know the right answer, man. I, I like, you know, I think that, I think that a lot of people are using it in the wrong context. This is the, to, uh, to attack Joe Rogan or attack other people because it's like, it's a convenient, it's a convenient tool to do that with. Does that make sense? Oh yeah. No, you know? definitely. Like if my, if, if, if my kid came and asked me what that word meant or whatever else, and I had to explain that to them, you know, like I, I think that in a vein or somebody was talking about it in a classroom setting or in an educational setting, there's a, there's a, a way to appropriately use, use that term regardless of your race, gender, nationality or whatever. Um, but you got to be careful with it, man. There's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of prerequisites to use that term in a, in a way that's not, you know, callous or disrespectful or whatever. And, and it's got magic it, and it's got power and, it, and it, with anything, it can blow up in your face. Um, so, and, and I guess the question is, is, was Rogan right in using that or not using that or should he have not used that? Again, I think that's all contextual. I think that's all over sure. a timeline, you know? Um, so, I think also with it, it's like when you look 
at everything that kind of led up to this. Again, obviously, people were like, look, we're upset with this dude for this reason. Oh, well, we, we couldn't get him with this. Let's go find something else. All right. So we get him with this. And it's like, this doesn't seem to be shaking. So it's like, well, you know, then they released another collage of shit that he said um, during, during his comedy act. And it's like, I'm sure the Fallon Fox thing will come up sooner rather than later. Uh, you know, and then it's calling him oh, transphobic. The tra- the, uh, transphobic one. And, and I mean, it's like, 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 I don't even like the term, oh, man. <clears throat> See, I, I, uh, and I get, I kind of get kind of pedantic about this, you know, exacting on the terms because I, I hate it when people just make bad arguments. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you, you guys are, you guys are making nonsense terms. That, that shit is not the reality. You know, like, like a phobia is an irrational fear. You know, again, words have power. You know, they're, they're, you know, and if you're not using the term correctly in the correct context or whatever else, it did, it, it can't just mean what you want it to mean. You know what I mean? Yes. That's not how it works. You know. Um, I mean, yeah, terms evolve and change. I'll give you that. But like, you know, I don't think Joe Rogan sees a, a trans person. Like, oh, oh, my God. And runs away. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that's fucking ridiculous. You know, it's just like, hey, this guy, you know, this, this guy, oh, see, I, I done fucked up now. Dante. It's over for me. All right. Uh, publish this shit. I'm fucking canceled. I mean, like, this individual, regardless of how they, of how they uh, identify. You know, I mean, th- there's a difference between somebody who's fucking 240 pounds and somebody's 90 pounds, you know, like, yeah. like bone density and strength and, you know, all that, all that shit, muscle mass. And I mean, so, so we, we do strive for some kind of fairness, you know, fairness is a, is a concept that, you know, we, we, we learned very early on. I mean, shit, we're not the only mammals who recognize fairness. You know what I mean? Have you ever sure. seen the, uh. It is a great experiment. Uh, I learned it in this leadership class where they have like these two, they're either, I, I don't know if they're apes or monkeys or whatever, but they, they give monkey one a cucumber, right? Mm-hmm. A cucumber slice, which is basically just water, right? And like they put a rock in this jar and you get a cucumber slice. Put a rock in the jar, you get a cucumber slice, right? And then another monkey comes next to it and they're perfectly happy with the cucumber slice. And they do the same task. They put a rock in the jar, but they get like a cookie or something or a banana, right? Yeah. And all of a sudden, the first monkey, he's not happy with that cucumber slice anymore. And he starts throwing it at the, at the lab techs he, because he understands fairness. Like, whoa, 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 whoa. The te- hey, man, wh- why, why are we doing the same th- job and this guy's getting a banana or a cookie and I'm getting a cucumber slice? You know, so, you know, fairness is something that mammals know at a very early age, very early development. Yeah. And uh, I don't think that that's. I, I think that anybody looking at that situation where you have somebody who, who, you know, was a male for a all through their development or whatnot, they're they're huge, and you have somebody who's who you know was the current gender that they're born to, and there's there's definitely a, a lack of fairness there. Now, it doesn't mean that there's not going to be a, a badass natural born female who can whip anybody's ass. I'm not saying that either. But I mean, like along the spectrum, you're gonna there's gonna be very few and far between. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. So, I got two. Um, que- so I got two questions for you. Yeah, yeah. First, first off, do you think that Rogan should be should use that word in any context? So I don't know that the word should be used. Period. And yes, I, you know, I've said it, and I've kind of waned off myself saying it. Um, should he have said it in any context? No, I think he could have. He could have avoided it. As as he's done since, 
because there was a period where, you know, you hear him talking and he would reference just the N word. He would just say the N word, um, not like the phrase, the N word. And, you know, that's, you know, just as easy to do. Um, Isn't it fucked up now that we had to say the N word <laughs> and the phrase, the N word? It's kind of stupid. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and honestly, it won't be too long before you can't even say the phrase the N word. I promise you. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, coming. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's like it, it could have been avoided, <laughs> like in South Park. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I, I need to get back to watching that. I've, I've taken I have, too I, long of a break. I haven't watched. I haven't watched it since the the pandemic episode. All right, so so all right, so you shouldn't have used it. Does it change how you feel about the dude though? No, not at all. I mean, because I listened to the episode where he said it, and yeah, it didn't yeah. change then. I was like, okay. Well, and when I heard him say it, it was kind of a jar jar to the system. I was like, oh, shit. Mm-hmm. You know, but it wasn't. But I think that's just kind of the conditioning of, you know, us as people with the word. I was like, oh, yeah. shit. But, you know, yeah. then when you hear the context, it's like, okay, he's not saying it, you know, in, in a way where he's demeaning anyone or trying to you know hurt anyone with the word um yeah. I, I think also just you know trying to be clear too you know from my side of it i'm not justifying and saying like yeah he's right you know walk around and say it all you want no no I'm not saying that i'm saying that you know again is he a, you know the question is is he a racist i don't believe that he is no no, no. not at all um should he have apologized? I mean, if he feels, you know, sorry for it, then yeah, he should apologize. If he doesn't, then I mean, that's the thing too with apologies. It's like, don't apologize if you don't feel like you should apologize. If you feel like you should apologize, then go ahead and apologize. If people are giving him shit about apologizing. It's like, look, if he genuinely feels like, you know, he now, was did wrong. It, did he really apologize, or was it like, I'm sorry if you feel that way? <laughs> so in, I, I hit I hit somebody with that shit all the time. Like, hey man, I'm sorry that you feel that way. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, trust like, me. Oh, I did. <laughs> yeah, I, I I dropped that quite a bit on some people. It's like, um, you know, you know, almost to the point of like, I'm sorry, you're stupid. But, uh, but no, it's like you know when he apologized, it's like okay, you know, you could you know sense that he genuinely felt you know remorse, and it's like okay, you know whatever. Um, it, it's like basically he's being attacked, and people. You know, it's like the people who are attacking is like, do you even give a fuck about, you know, the overall, you know, nature of it? Okay, so he said it. Are you upset that he said it or are you just using that as a weapon to try to attack him? You know, it's just like when people try to, you know, weaponize, um, you know, making the trans comments. And it's like, okay, but do you care about trans people or are you just using this now to attack this person and try to bring them down? You know, yeah. there there is a difference. And, you know, I don't know who put together the compilation. I don't care who put together the compilation. The thing is, too, if somebody, you know, whoever put the compilation together, obviously, I would say, I would say, obviously, listen to the episode and heard the context, but thought to yeah, themselves, I, I remember, I'm still going to I remember do one it. of the episodes, I forget who he was talking to, but one of the guys, he was saying that, the, I'm just going to call it the term, yeah. it, it, it was the most important word in the English language because of because of its historical context and i was like damn i was like that's that's uh and and so that i I, that was one of the episodes i know that that it was it was uh it was spoken a lot Um, yeah yeah 
So, uh, you know, it, it, see, my, my, my thing is, is like, my thing is like, like, like anything else, you know, me personally, Adam Russell talking, I, I, you know, I don't really care. Like if, if people feel like nobody should use the word or everybody should be able to use the word or it should only be used to, to take back the change, the power of it or whatever, like, like, Hey man, whatever, whatever the, like, you guys vote on it, whatever the rules are, just let me know. You know what I mean? Just let me know how we're, how we're all dealing with, dealing with this. Cause I, I've got, yeah. cause I've got people who I know I, I got, I got a, a, a black coworker, him and I were partners for, for a few years and we both got promoted at the same time. So we, and, and uh, he did not think anybody should use that term at all. He was passionate about it. And so when, when, you know, when when uh even black dudes would say something he would he would jump in their ass like he would jump in their ass like nobody's business um and uh he had he had a he had a he had a uh he had a good spin on it man he was like listen man that term he's like that term has been used to to less than devalue humiliate um and and he, he had some really good term like phrase like emotionally it's like emotionally uh, slavery or, or something like intellectual slavery, some shit. And yeah, he's like, yeah. and he's like, for you to to flagrantly use it, like you know, in, in whatever way you want to use it, or or make it cute, or make it trendy, or make it funny, or make some excuse of why it should be used is not is bullshit. Like he would call, like he was, it was like a crusade for him. But I've heard and other I, guys. I've heard I other think guys that's did. important though. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And and, I, and I'm like, and, and it is consistent. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, all right, man, I'm with you. Like, he don't even, he don't even say it when he's listening to NWA. <laughs> when he's singing along, he, he bleeps himself. You know what I mean? I'll, he, I actually, no bullshit. I think he tells me, I think he told me because we had this conversation. Because you know me, I'm, I'll fucking have a conversation, make other white people fucking, fucking uh, nervous as fuck. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, I was like, so, hey, man, what do you, what do you, uh, what do you do when you sing? Uh, when you when you when you singing or whatever? He's like he's like I'll be honest with you, man. I used to buy my shit at Walmart to buy the clean version, and I was like, mm. damn, bro, you are serious about this? He's like, you fucking thought? I was like, yeah, I did. I was like, all right, man, I'm not mad at you for that. I don't I don't know if that's an option anymore because he used to. I guess you can't even buy music at Walmart anymore. And, yeah, because uh, yeah. he's he's I, he's yeah. he's getting older now too, so he's you know he don't listen to that new shit. So yeah, um, I, I think the important thing there too with him is that he he walks the walk though oh yeah you know, yeah versus saying well i don't think anyone should say it and then you hear it said and you you know just kind of stand there and not defend it versus you know again like you said he'll, he'll lecture people he'll, he'll get in their ass about it and i think that's important uh you know to be a man of your convictions you know yeah you know, I've, had, I've had other guys i've worked with total opposite you know, yeah. and I was the I was the only white guy that in, in that group of guys, and it was every other word, and they loved saying mm -hmm. it. You know, and they would talk shit about that guy <laughs> when he wasn't around because they loved to say it. Well, I'm sure. And when, and when Chappelle show came out, it was even worse because everybody oh, yeah. was saying it. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't I don't know about you. I, I have this theory, and I, and I know other people shared it. I think I kind of believe like the Chappelle show was at was at the 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 height of the best race relations in my in my that I perceived in my adult life. I agree. Isn't um, that crazy? I mean, it, it's it was at a time where 
we live in such a silly time, uh, especially yeah. during those times. But I think with Chappelle's show, it became this thing of, you know, it's it's out. You know, the secret's out. You know, yeah. there's racism out there. And, you know, Chappelle's show had a way of kind of playing with it. And, and even Dave Chappelle and his comedy, it's like everybody gets a turn, you know. Mm-hmm. He's gonna he's gonna make fun of everyone, and in terms of comedy, you know, like um, uh, Patrice O'Neill, you know, said, you know, this is quoting from Joe Rogan. Uh, you know, they always say this is like with comedy, it's all coming from the same place, and the mm-hmm. place is trying to make someone laugh. Sometimes it hits, sometimes it doesn't. Um, and and that was the thing with Chappelle's show. You know, they took you know the race racist you know content racism and you know ran with it and, and made jokes with it and you know had fun with it and not just that though too it's like like i said with the stand-up and him coming um into some heat himself with his last special you know in the trans community but you know came at him and my whole thing too like when they say the trans community it's like was it the trans community or was it just a handful of trans um activists no, you know it's, it's probably him. a handful of fucking karens who are bitching about it who don't even fucking know any trans people yeah well so that goes with an argument or not an argument but like a point that i was making uh recently it's like if let's say you and i walk into a room Mm -hmm. uh i'm black you're white (laughs) and there is a handful of karens in that room Mm -hmm. and i walk up to you now you know i say oh adam what's going on so i give you a hug and you know i'm dropping the n-word and you know, joking like let's say we have that that childhood friendship where we make jokes at each other and you know we call each other names. You say it back. I'm not bothered by it. I'm not offended by it. But I bet you, out of that room of 13 Karens, eight of them are gonna come to my defense and they're they're gonna trounce on you. And oh, it's like, wait a minute. <laughs> especially especially in 2022. If it yeah. was if it was 2002, that might have been a different story. Yeah, 2002, you know, would have just been like, eh, you know, kind of quiet, you know, you know, they'll, they'll say something, you know, later on, maybe, or they won't say anything at all. I mean, these days, you know, between 2017 up to now, you know, it, it's become a trendy thing to, you know, want to put yourself out there as, as though you're an ally or as though you're defending someone. It's like, dude, yeah. It, and I'm not saying, you know, don't stand up for people. No, I'm not not saying that at all. But it's like, are you standing up for the person because you care about the person? Or are you standing up because you want to look like you're a good person? You know, because there, there's a world of difference between the two. Because if, you know, my friend Oscar, who was, you know, on the podcast last April, you know, he's trans. He used to be a woman. And, you know, somebody has something to say about Oscar and they're attacking Oscar and saying all these hurtful things. Goddamn right, I'm gonna defend Oscar, mm-hmm. and it's not just because it's Oscar. It's like, don't fucking do that. You know, they have just as much right to, you know, live here as as anyone else. They have just as much right to this thing or that thing. I mean, again, my only thing is when it comes to you know sports, and and, and even with that, there's there's kind of an angle in there too, because it's like again, if you've been a man all your life and you become a woman. Much later, after you you know you had the muscle memory, you know, and and all the training as a man, and then you go participate in in let's say track and field. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You, you know, then it's like okay now versus if you were 
16 and you, you know, you're taking the hormones and now you're 32 and you participate in the track and field um, event. A little different, much, much different yeah. over the time. So, I mean, there's a lot of nuance in there that people aren't discussing. All people want to do is jump to one side of the spectrum or the other side of the spectrum. No one wants to jump in that middle part and say, well, wait a minute, maybe there's this, this exception and there's that exception. Maybe we need to understand this. Maybe we need to understand that. Um, but I mean, if you're going to defend someone, defend them because you genuinely care and defend, you know, you want to defend them versus just saying, I'm going to stand up for them. And I want people to see me, you know, standing up for somebody because I want people yeah. to pat me on the back and well, say I'm I mean, a good person. I mean, that's the thing, man. People, you know, they're, they're always virtue signaling and whatnot. And, and the thing about it is there is no, there is no, uh, I'm going to, people are going to piss, maybe piss. There's no binary system. It's not one or the other. You know what I mean? It, that, yeah. it, that, it, that's a false or, or, or dichotomy. It's a false dichotomy, right? Everything is a spectrum. Everything is mm-hmm. a, is is a, is a shade shade of gray. You know what I mean? And uh, and, and, and who knows how this shit is gonna you know flesh itself out in the in the future? Who you know testing or whatever? What what if we test a group of people and put them in a range like a capability range, right? Mm-hmm. And you might have a you might have somebody who's a who's a trans who's a trans woman. And and a natural born a natural born woman who can compete fairly, you know what I mean? Because yeah. they can test them or whatever, and bone density test. I don't fucking know, and and, and yeah. see if there if, if it's a reasonable amount of if there if there's a reasonable competition there that they can move forward in the future. I I don't know, man. But like, anytime anybody makes these these like absolute things, like like I, I got this little funny joke with with Joe uh, Joe KW because you know. It, we we go back and forth about different things and um you know he's like cultures and cosplay type of thing. he made a statement like yeah. that one time well i got my 23 and me thing done and i had like it's like 0.4 percent japanese or something like that right so i'm more japanese than joe who's an asian <laughs> man <laughs> you know what i'm saying but like so i, I keep on fucking with like yeah man i'm more japanese you stop fucking appropriating my culture joe you know like you know you know you're from hong kong you're not from you know you're chinese you're not fucking japanese uh, you know, it's just, you know, and like, it, at what point does it get that ridiculous? You know, that's a reduction to the absurd, but that's how motherfuckers are getting about the dumbest shit, you know? So um, there, there was an argument I saw online very, very recently yeah. about Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. <sighs> okay. Uh, I mean, walk through this. So the TV he's show Jewish. Black. He, he's Jewish. I understand. Spider-Man. No, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> Um, the TV show Blackish. Yeah. Um, there's a young man who's on the show, and he's been wearing a Miles Morales, you know, just gear. He's petitioning. He wants to play Miles Morales. Okay. And you look at the kid, he could he could pass as Miles Morales. It works. Okay. So I see this. He better argument. be thirty eight percent Puerto Rican, goddammit. it. Oh, go ahead. So that's that that was the argument. That hit it on the head? Yes. <laughs> so so it started off like this. Um, you see it, the article, I don't always read comments cause I don't care most of the time, but sometimes I just want to, you know, I want to make sure, you know, I check the, the, the heartbeat for some things and I'm like, where are people at these days? So I look at the first comment and right out the gate, someone says what well, he should be a uh, Latino, Amer- uh, black Latino. So I was like, eh, I mean, I, I guess, I, I don't know. But like, let, let's keep rolling. Let's keep rolling. So I read the next comment. Again, 
reiterated that from someone else and someone else and someone else. Then down further down the line, someone put up a picture of this young man's mom and dad. Who is exactly the same, you know, the mom is Hispanic and the dad is black in real life. Yep. In real life. So that, so that is his legacy. Correct. Now, then the argument got deeper because then somebody said, well, he should be Puerto Rican. Oh, Jesus. And it was like, okay, now we're starting to get real fucking silly. And, you know, then, you know, then it started going into this, this ugly direction because they're like, well, when you motherfuckers say Puerto Rican and they put up pictures of Jennifer Lopez, Fat Joe's like, this is what you're probably looking for. But yeah. in reality, Puerto Rican, you know, they put up a bunch of other pictures. It was like, this is our culture. You know, yeah, I mean, I, I do, I do, I know, I know Puerto Rican dudes who, who you think were black, and I know Cuban yeah. dudes who you think were black, absolutely. You know? And yeah, I, I think we've gotten to such a point right now where it's like everyone wants to be in this pocket of individuality, and it's like, I want to be represented, and I get that, I understand. Uh, you know, again, when Black Panther came out, you know, I'm a grown man, so it wasn't a big deal to me, but, you know, as a kid saying, finally, I get to see a superhero that looks like me. Blah 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 blah, but seeing the little kids that you know for Halloween that year, Black Panther, that was really fucking cool. I loved it. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, so I, I get that, but now we're getting so nuanced that it's like, well, so you mean to tell me a little black kid can't be Miles Morales for Halloween? Mm -hmm. You know, should he not embrace that that character? Um, yeah. it, you know, it, it just it's it's. We're eating ourselves alive, <laughs> you know, and I, you know, I, I always try to like tiptoe around my words here because if anyone knows me, they know, like I say a lot of silly shit just because I'm silly, but oh, where my man. heart is, you know, you know that I fucking care about everyone. <laughs> it's funny, man. Like, um, like my daughters, um, of course, you know, my, my wife, my wife is like, she's not sitting around here she'll slap me she is pretty fucking white she's she is waspy ass white and um there is like there is something in where i'm raising my kids now like i'm i'm out in the country like on acreage and shit we got fucking chickens and chickens in a tractor and uh yeah it is wild um but but it, it is it is more of a white neighborhood like there's not there's i mean like the like, and you remember where we grew up? I mean, it was pretty. Yeah. It was pretty well mixed. I mean, I was very mm -hmm. fortunate. I mean, shit, we had, I had mixed kids, black kids, Hispanic kids, Muslim kids, Jewish kids, you know, uh, white kids, Asian kids. I, I don't. What did we not have represented uh, in our community? Nothing. We had fucking, Every... We had some. We had some Slavic kids. You know, like yeah. fucking. You know. Uh, we had pretty much everything, and 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 like, I I do feel fortunate that I grew up in that melting pot of an environment, and it, but it does make me a little naive because I didn't have the same experience as everybody else. So I'm like, what are you talking about, man? Everything's good, you know. Like, man, you know, like my uh my my neighbor growing up, you know, uh my next door, my first little next door neighbor, best friend, Natalie, I never forget her. You know, her her mom was black. I mean, her dad was black, and her mom was white. Didn't even perceive it until years later. When when you're when you're taught to perceive those things, like you, didn't, you didn't fucking care about it. Um, yep. But uh, I, I do think eventually, as we, there's more blending of cultures and whatever else, you know, it, it'll get easier. 
Um, but then there's something there's something that's cool about like my neighbors in my last house were Indian, and like they had such a rich history and understanding of their culture. And I would love to talk to them. Like um, one of the uh, the Saurabh, who's the owner, his uh, his uh, nephew would come over and he would like tell me about the histories and all this other stuff and like the wars and you know who these folks are, who th- these folks are. And that shit is fucking fascinating, man. It's so it's so fucking interesting. And so at like the same time, let's keep let's keep some cultural richness and, 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 and differences and diversities and different ideas and cultures and food and all the other shit. Cause it's beautiful. Don't fucking, absolutely. You know, don't fucking whitewash, no pun intended, but like, the, you know, just fucking sweep it all away and, and be scared to like have a conversation about it. You know what I mean? I don't know. Sure. Fucking dumb. Well, well <laughs> even with Sophie, I mean, you know, my, my daughter being mixed, and so, like Sarah's homeschooling her, I think Sarah's doing a great job at really, you know, you know, especially at such an early age at five, you know, just kind of, you know, tiptoeing into things, but really explaining her culture from both sides, you know, mm-hmm. not just like, you know, um, you know, mommy's white, daddy's black, you know, it's like, it's not just that simple. I mean, my grandma's from the Bahamas and, you know, we were talking about that last night, you know, just talking about my grandmother's um, upbringing and background, just growing up in the Bahamas and then coming here to the U S. So, you know, I, I think there is a beauty and an importance to all of just all of this culture and making sure yeah. that we keep it versus, and I mean, even and when I say keep it, I mean, like, again, my wife's white, I'm black, you know, that's not to say, okay, well, we're only going to teach our daughter one thing or the other, like, no, we're going to embrace everything that, you know, that makes up her being. I asked my grandfather, so my, my grandfather, his dad was a indentured servant from the, from Portugal came over you know the, the same time it's kind of hard to keep some of that like like family legacy when it's not when like it, it gets diffused like my grand like my grandfather i mean his his dad was you know he was he was a portuguese indentured servant you know what i mean he came over here paid off his fucking debt brought his mom over and whatnot had my grandfather his and 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 his sister and whatnot and but like he didn't they, they spoke portuguese but they didn't teach my dad and my aunt's portuguese you know what I mean? And I asked him about that. I'm like, hey, why didn't you why didn't you do that? And he's like, oh, this wasn't something we did back then. <laughs> you know, we, we like Americanized and like so we like lost that part of his culture. You know what I mean? Like it, it kind of evaporated. And yeah. um and the same thing with like like my grandmother, you know, like there was parts of their culture because they her, her this was his wife that was German. And then like on my other side, uh, you know, my grandfather, his his mom was Jewish. We don't have any any connection to that part of that culture anymore you know and it's just like so you, you you blend and become something new and it's not necessarily bad but you, you do you do kind of you know lose that historical and i don't i don't know what my fucking grandfather grew up eating or whatnot the foods or whatever else and you know it's kind of it's like a it's like a dis, it's a disappointment you know on some levels you know how do you how do you stay connected to that as i've gotten older i've i've definitely embraced um, you know, my grandmother's side, especially with the Bahamian, uh, Bahamian um, culture, not as much as I, I can, you know, it's like, I'm, you know, I'm a work in progress myself. Sarah's mom paid for me to have a, uh, you know, DNA uh, ancestry uh, thing done. Oh yeah. And, and 
uh, what is it? It, it came back what like eighty two percent Cameroon, mm-hmm. and um, actually I think it's changed now because they they got some it, kind it of update. Does, it's it, like I've had one for it's probably 12, 12 years or so, it, or right around when my first one was born, maybe maybe fourteen years, whenever the fuck it came out. But yeah, it has evolved over the time. It's interesting. And, it, and it's actually interesting because my mom and dad are both on it and all all three of my siblings. And we all have different, like vastly different things that we inherited that we didn't get from, you know, like, uh, yeah. like uh, you know, you like my one sister got this gene and my, 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 my other sister and me got this gene and my brother got a, a totally different one that we don't have. It's, just, it's mm. fucking nuts. And when you get down there, it's like, it, it's like super small percentages. You know what I mean? Like 0. 0.2, 0. 0.4, and sure. stuff like that. Well, like, um, Sarah was asking, she was like, she asked me, she goes, you think your grandma would do one of these? My grandma probably would, but I was like, I was like, probably not. I was just, just like, tell her, just tell her it's a COVID test and swab in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like, here, grandma, spit in this container. <laughs> Um, yeah, man. Yeah. Like, let's get weird. Uh, it, it's <laughs> I, I actually do want to have my grandma on the podcast. That'd be uh, cool, that, man. I actually want to have both my grandparents on the podcast. Um, I, just to, you, man, what, what, this, this, uh, something you might want to do, man. Get a camera. I did this with all my grandparents, and I just said, "Hey, man, let's just talk about your life. Just tell me wh- where you're from, you know, your, your your birthday, where you're from, your name, like an interview, and just wherever you want to take it, and like." Each one of them, I did like a little video for the funerals, um, but like it, it, like being able to go back and watch her talk about things and stuff like that. Um, yeah. all, all three of them, my, my grandmother, you know, I, I never met my mom's dad. He died before I was born. Um, mm. But uh, it, it is it is cool. And, and my kids have that shit, too. Cause they can they can always keep that memory fresh. You know, that memory doesn't fade as, as fast. So, yeah. I mean, Sophie's yeah. very, very much just like she loves family. She loves, you know, the discussion of my grandparents. She loves, you know, when COVID hit and we didn't see our family, uh, the Christmas and Thanksgiving before, yeah. you know, so we're going into the spring and Sophie, you know, she, she's the one that actually made this happen. Cause she was like, I want to see grandmommy. I was like, you know, we're trying to explain to her, like, look, you know, baby, you know, this, this sickness is still going around, you know, we just have to, you know, kind of tiptoe and be careful about things. So, I, I called my grandma and, you know, we talked about it. She's like, look, let's meet at a playground. We're out in the open. You know, we're not enclosed. So we did that. That kind of broke down the, the, the barriers. We got together for Labor Day. Then they're like, look, Thanksgiving is on. Come through. I, I think we're all good. You know, Christmas. So, I mean, you know, if my daughter didn't like push us on that, we probably just like, you know, probably wouldn't have did Thanksgiving again this year more than likely. I don't know. Yeah. So, you know, we want to definitely try to, you know, foster any love and need that she has to understand family and, and just where she's from. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. I, I, I did always love learning. Like that was, I remember my grandfather telling me stories and whatnot. Um, that shit just fucking fascinated me back, back in the day. Oh yeah. yeah. It's, it's just, it, I think like having your grandparents around and great grandparents, like we were talking about this, Sarah and I were talking about it last night. Um, cause what was it? 94. I went down to Florida, you know, that's, you know, where, where my grandma grew up and my great, great grandma was still alive. Yeah. And so it was like, Holy shit. You got to see your great, great grandma. I was like, yeah. I mean, 
you know, it was a couple years after that that she passed away. My great grandma passed away. I, I want to say like 2001, maybe 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so just having those figures around in your life, it's like having access to a, a time machine or a library of like history. You know, yeah. you can just always get these cool stories. And I think that's what I really want to do is like have my grandparents on and talk with them like my grandmother you know raising kids during you know the civil civil rights um era up in detroit michigan you know Mm -hmm. so you know she she had a child that was unfortunately struck by a car um really and 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 died and one of the things that and i found this out later in life and i kind of took her patience i guess in that situation and understand that situation um, and kind of, and, and, you know, embrace it as my own because the, you know, her daughter was hit by a drunk driver and it was broad daylight and he was white and, you know, the, you know, the, uh, neighborhood, you know, guys came around was like, you know, uh, Mrs. Dante, do you want us, you know, to go get this guy? Mm-hmm. And my grandma was like, no, absolutely not. That's not going to bring my daughter back. Only thing that's going to do is you're going to have two families hurt now. If you guys go hurt him, his family will be without a father and we're without a daughter. Yeah, like hearing that as, you know, a 16 year old kid, you know, the, it, it, it sunk, sunk in and it made sense. I was like, you know, she's absolutely right. Um, yeah, it's pretty powerful, man. So, you know, like hearing that and just, you know, just th- that story alone was just fascinating to hear, but then also just the shit that she's seen. And then my grandfather, who my grandmother remarried, my grandfather's white. And mm-hmm. the joke that I always say with my grandfather is like, dude, nobody loves black people more than my grandfather. Like <laughs> this dude, not only like he adopted an entire black family. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like when he married my grandma is like all the kids came with it. Grandkids too. Like, you know, um, I, I still call my grandfather dude. <laughs> uh, I, I've never called him granddad or anything. <laughs> like everybody else calls him granddad, I call him dude. Um, and and the, the fun, it was funny now because Sophie says that to me now. It's like, dude, like we're talking about something. She goes, "Hey, dude," and I just I just let it ride. I was like, she still calls me dad, but it's like when we're really into playing video games or or you know we're listening to music. She's like, dude, did you hear that? So, um, but like with my grandfather, you know, I want to, you know, hear his story. You know, he's told me, you know, when he was younger, he's terrified of heights, but he worked on the Hoover Dam, you know, it's like, what the fuck? I like, I don't give a fuck what the paycheck is. I'm not doing that. that, That's, that's part of the problem with people today. It's like, man, heights, fuck that. Let me go find a job where I don't have to climb up a fucking big ass ladder to the top of a fucking dam to make some money where he was like, look, I got to earn. You know, I got. Where, I got where was he from? Where was he from originally? Uh, Texas, uh, oh, okay. I believe Fort Worth. Okay, that's a nice area. Um, yeah, like I think uh, his uh, sister is still down there. I believe yeah. she's still alive. Um, but you know, Lisa, he, and let, let me qualify that. I've been to Fort Worth a couple times, and I've always enjoyed myself. I don't know how nice of an area it is or it isn't. <laughs> I just got to count for something. Somebody's listening right now. Fucking Fort Worth is a dump. Like, I don't know that either. 
I'm so, some guy down here is like, man, this fucking guy doesn't look fucking so. I don't think I have any Texas <laughs> listeners. Not I really think about it. I think like over over the course of this year and a half that the podcast has been up and running, I think I had like thirty listens from Texas. So yeah, no, I, um, there was like a there was like a two two or three year span. I was at Texas like a dozen times, and I always had a good time there, man. So um, yeah, it's like you I know, moved I wanna, there with Joe Rogan, bro. Back to Joe Rogan. it it comes full circle um but yeah you know i want to have them on and like talk to them and and really get their story and just really just kind of talk because we i've never really sat and talked with my grandparents yeah you know so i gotta do that a lot actually because like my grand i i I live with my grandparents on and off until i was like nine and then Hmm. even after i moved out on my own i actually live with my grandparents again they actually sold their house and moved into the the uh, condo that I was living in, and like they had, and I gave them the, the big. It was a nice condo. It was pretty nice condo, nice. and uh, so I lived with them again for for a good amount of time. And then my my mom's mom lived with her for probably like twelve years. So we had a lot of we had a lot of time with my. I mean, she, my my fucking. I didn't lose all my grandparents. So I was like late in my thirties. Um, nice, nice. And I do, and I still remember my great my great grandmother as well. She died when I was nine. But yeah, man, I, and I, I, I talk trash to my parents. Like, you guys are some garbage-ass grandparents. You fucking never come over. My grandma used to pick us up every fucking Friday, take her to her house. We were over there every goddamn weekend. And uh, if we weren't living in the same house with her, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, But my parents were like stupid young when they had me. So, you know, what are you going to do? I always think about that with, with my um, – Sophie asks about my mom every so often. Yeah. And – I try not to. Well, actually, I don't say anything bad about my mom to my daughter. I feel like I just I'll be carrying on a horrible legacy if I did that. She's like, "Yeah, my yeah. mom's trash." And then suddenly, as she's always like, "You know, my dad's kind of trash for saying that his mom's trash." <laughs> um, which she, you know, she says that shit now too. She says trash. If if we're playing fucking Mario Party and we lose, she goes, "Yo, that's trash." Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. fuck. Like I need to, I, I need to figure this out because I didn't think that this little human was gonna copy everything I'd say. Well, she doesn't cuss. She doesn't. She she doesn't say cunt like I thought she would. So yeah. that's good. But I think she doesn't know the uh, context yet. Oh, dude, Once, watch out! The, the, the c word is the new n word. Be careful, yeah, well, that, bro. You don't fuck uh, up. Yeah, true. But I love it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I do too. That's like one of my favorite words. But but yeah, it's like everything with with you know the kid. It's just there's this um there's this embracing of just watching her grow and watching her develop into this little human. You know, she's into anime, which you know it's like okay, it's not my cup of tea. But I try to like get into it a little bit with her, so that way I can understand. She likes zombies, which is really fucking wild. Um. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying my, this ride youngest, as, a, as a parent. My youngest and I were were in the anime, and I got you know I got to give her props, man. She uh she had me watch some series with her, uh, the the Forgotten Neverland, or the Promised Neverland, the Promised Neverland. Okay. And uh, and I was like, is it about Peter Pan? And she's like, no. Nope. I was like, no, I'm not interested. <laughs> I mean, like, like you know, give me give me if it was Peter Pan uh, anime, I'd do it all day long. Fucking right. Um, but anyway, it was actually really good, and I had to give her, I had to give her some props for it. Like, all right, kid, you know. And like, there's a couple that Joe, Joe KW, pointed me to, and I've watched those with her as well. Um, 
Dude, anime's come such a fucking long way, bro. Yeah. So good. Yeah. You know, I mean, it, I, I get why some people have a challenge with it, but it's, it's, it's. I mean, it's some, it's some good stuff. Well, I think there's a challenge. I, I speak for myself as far as like why it was a challenge for me because it's like it's not what I grew up with. Yeah. Because when I grew up with anime, it was it was fucking garbage. I want to say it was garbage, but it was like it, it's not holding my attention now. There's shit on that I, I don't even realize that it's anime. Because I'm just yeah. wrapped in the story. It's like, dude, this is really fucking good. Like, yeah, the animation yeah. looks good. It's like, holy shit. So, um, yeah, definitely get it. Uh, but look, <laughs> we've been going longer than I thought we were going to go. Actually, well, that's <laughs> the thing, though. With us, we can talk for fucking hours. I know, now, I know, I know, right? Mind you, I'm at fucking work right now recording this podcast. <laughs> dude, that's like getting double paid. <laughs> fucking right. Well, dude, I edit most of my podcasts at work. So it's like I, I'll bring in my laptop, set it down, and just, you know, start playing it back. Um, some are easier to, to edit than others. But most podcasts, like we're doing it remotely. The only thing I'm trying to like listen back to is make sure there's no distortions. Yeah. And um like so, try to catch anything fucked up that I might have said. Quick question for you, because when you when you drop this podcast, it'll be three days before Batman the, the Batman gets released. What are your Ooh. predictions? Ooh, okay. I'm I'm open minded about it. Um I think Robert Pattinson, I, I think I'm not crazy about the look, but I think he's going to pull it off. Um, I, I think he'll be, uh, I think like this, this Batman with this Riddler looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to give us a good mystery yeah, to play with. And I'm excited about that. That's the big thing I'm going into this for is like, I want to see him be a detective. I, yeah. I want to see that and having a Riddler be the villain is kind of the perfect matchup for that. So I'm excited for that. Um, as far as, uh, you know, other characters, we got the penguin in there. I, I, I don't think he's going to be as much of a fight, like, you know, penguin is the penguin. Everybody knows him, but I don't think it's going to be, you know, he's not going to be as upfront. Like he's not going to be like a main guy, like, oh, yeah, we got to yeah, focus yeah, on yeah. the penguin. He's going to be there, but it's going to be a lot of background work done for him. I think they're doing the HBO max series for the penguin. So okay. I oh, think really? some of that might be getting set up here. Okay. And then I wouldn't be shocked if they do something, uh, you know, some kind of setup for Catwoman with Zoe Kravitz because she's a budding star. I mean, I, I think she is a star, not just a oh, budding man. star. Yeah, she's gorgeous, too. Yeah. I mean, like, fuck her. I mean, her mom is Lisa yes, Bonet and, and, <laughs> uh, and, and Lenny Kravitz. And those are two yeah, of the most man. beautiful people on the planet. It's like, I, what? Shit, I had sex with both of them too. Yeah, like I, I that wouldn't even be a question. But like even Lenny Kravitz, especially Lenny Kravitz, <laughs> like, like why wouldn't I? And and you know what? We play his greatest hits in the background, just just to you know bring it all home. Like, <laughs> like hey, look, if he puts on American Woman, I will put on the wig. I don't give a fuck. Like those are beautiful, beautiful humans. Um. But yeah, I think oh, I, I'm excited about it. I think what's going to uh, really come from this is we're about to get another trilogy. I think it's going to do well enough that they're going to say we got to order more of this. 
and yeah, we're probably going to get some spin offs. I thought there was too much beef with uh, the director in, in Patterson. You know, like we heard a lot about that during the production. Yes. And, 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 and like it got pushed back because of COVID and everything. Um, so here, here's my perspective on it, man. I bought my tickets. Mm-hmm. I'm going Thursday morning or, th- you know, the earliest, the earliest show I can get, I can get all the kids and the wife too, yada, yada, yada. And um, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, at, at the same time, I just, I really don't give a fuck about it. I know it sounds, it sounds weird. Like I'm still, I'm still in Justice League mode. I still want to dance more in that world. Yes. Um, like, there's some there's some elements to it. I don't know how they're gonna play off. Like just like Batman walking around during like the you know like while everybody's investigating it, it just doesn't feel right to me. Like I'm like that's weird. Like he's walking around with his boots and his cape doesn't drag on the floor. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's like I was like, hey Batman, come over here, pal. And like that like it doesn't it doesn't match the tone. Like like it'd be one thing if like he's standing in the shadow, nobody perceives him, and then like all of a sudden he pops up. And like scares somebody, starts talking, and like he disappears again. Like I'm down with that Batman. Like that's how he, he. But like him, just like, hey, can you, hey Jim, can you give me a lift to the to the you know to the fucking jail with you? Blah blah blah. <laughs> and I bum a ride. Yeah, I, 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 and I and I, I'm not saying that that's that just like I don't know how it fits in that world. You know what I mean? Like he's in he's in the lockup or whatever with a bunch mm. of dudes with a bunch of cops and like you see Jordan Gordon pushing him away and um he just he looks very young he looks you know he just kind of he doesn't look scrawny you know what i'm saying but he just looks he doesn't look like a brute of a man you know i need like, i need a yeah. i need a big fucking linebacker some bitch you know like yeah. Ben Affleck is a big dude so to speak you know what yeah. i mean he's like he's like six, he's like 64 big big dude like Ben Affleck is what Bruce Wayne and Batman should have been correct correct right. um, um when people got upset about that it's like you like I, like i hate people anyway like as, as yeah. soon as something i was like oh he's not like he's batman gross it's like well who would you have as batman and i mean and there were some compelling you know arguments for like uh was john ham i think yeah uh, from I, Mad john ham's a big dude he could do yeah. it you know, yeah, I, like it, fifteen pounds of muscle goes a long way. Yeah, I mean that. That uh, here, we, here we go back to that argument. <laughs> um, like, like, and, and that's the thing. It's like when you take, you know, these characters, you put them on live, you know, like the big screen on live action. You know, there has to be something that translates from the comic. I mean, you get you look at Ben Affleck. That dude looks like Bruce Wayne. You put him in the yeah. suit. He's Batman. And uh, Christian Bale. You up. can even tell. You can even tell. Like uh, when Ben Affleck was next to uh, um, Henry Cavill. Yeah. Like, he, Henry Cavill's a bulky dude, but mm-hmm. like he's not like six four big. He's like six one. You know. Yeah. And uh, those three extra inches go a long way. Um, yeah. Yep. So I, I think it's going to be terribly good. Yes. Right. Um, I. I Feel like it's it's very it's very artsy and and, it, and it's gonna be it's gonna there's gonna it's gonna be like it, yeah it was a really good movie you know um it's kind of it kind of crosses the genre kind of pulls away from the comic book kind of feel which might be good you know it's not gonna be super fantastic I would imagine um so there's a very limited 
there's a very limit in that world that you that you can have and i'm down with it but i like i still feel like is this doing anything more than the dark knight did for me like did the dark knight did the dark knight scratch that itch, itch for that ultra gritty realistic batman so hmm. what are you offering what are you offering me you know so when you put it in that context i i mean and granted we haven't seen it yet but you've got to do a lot to top dark knight i concur and 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 dude there's there's some fucking amazing actors that are going to be in it you know mm-hmm. but in it, it, and it's going to be three hours long you know yeah so uh I think it's going to be amazing, you know. But and then again, if they if they said, ah, oh, you know what, we're going to do some more reshoots, and it's not going to come out till twenty twenty three, I think, yeah, okay, that's fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, 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 it like give me the best that you can give me. Yeah. Um, when they when they push Morbius back, I was disappointed, but I was like, you know what, that's fine. If it's going to take you another two months to give me the best fucking movie you can give me. And take yeah. those fucking two months. Give me, the, give me. I'm gonna tell you something, man. I think Morbius is gonna be a sleeper. I think Morbius is gonna be the shit. I agree. I, mean, I, I don't think it's gonna be a blockbuster. I don't think it's gonna be a blockbuster, but it's gonna be a fucking dope ass movie. Because they're gonna cross that horror genre and do mm-hmm. some shit you've never seen before. And I do think Jared Leto is a is a good actor. In in I, I like him regardless what Joe KW says. I, I think <laughs> when when they announced him as Morbius, I was excited because it was like he was made for this role. But I was also yeah. skeptical because I was like, there's no way they're going to get this movie done. Like, why are they going to yeah, do this yeah, movie? Yeah. How, how are yeah. they going to do this movie? And seeing everything, it's like, dude, I so I don't do the theater a lot. I, I went for Spider-Man. I went to see Scream 5, but that's because for the podcast, I had to have that ready because we're going to record that next. How was that, um, by the way? I loved it, actually, um, because it, it, it so I hated Scream 4. Okay. I I love Scream One, the original. I enjoyed Scream Two. Scream Three, it, it was getting to a point where it was like, okay, you you've jumped the shark. You're you're going yeah. a little too far. So yeah. when they came back with Scream Four, and my my reasons for not liking Scream Four, I think initially I was like, maybe I'm just old now, and there's a lot of young actors I don't recognize. I don't get it. I don't care. I think what it is with Scream Four is it was ahead of its time because the whole ideal is. The killers it's were doing a sad it. Sad movie, right? So, so scream, so scream That's five, true. so yes, scream three is the stab movie where on set. Yeah. Scream four is, um, Sydney's cousin, uh, uh Nev Cap- Campbell's character. Um, you know they're back home and, you know, it all starts back up again. So it turns out the killers they're doing it for social media clout, and the problem with that narrative at that time is it was a little too early. Like if they did that, because I think it came out 2011. Had that movie come out 2015, 2016, and they were doing it for social media clout, that shit would have hit on the nose perfect because that's when that shit really kicked off. You know what um, I always want to see in Screen 4 is that mm-hmm. that Nev Campbell's character became the killer. Like she that, like like it was a it, it, she had split personality disassociated mm-hmm. personality or whatever and she created an alter ego that became the killer and at the end you find out it's her and that and i think so, that would have that gone full circle that all the trauma had turned her into a killer itself so they are uh, a, a sixth one has been approved mm-hmm. everyone's coming back um everyone that survived at least um everyone's coming back for number six 
And Wes Craven, before he he passed away, the whole plan was to do a second trilogy. Oh, and really? um, the it's 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 going to start filming this summer. And the thing is, at some point, I feel like someone from the original, you know, from the original survivors that's still there, has to become the killer. Mm-hmm. Just to kind of take it full circle. Now, maybe not. I don't know. That's just my feelings. Like, and in, in in my mind, I'm like, that is silly, but it would just make sense because yeah. of the silliness. But the fifth one, I felt like was so good because it paid a lot of tribute to the original movie. Um, shot for shot for a lot of things, even. Um, you know, it, it played tribute to the characters, and it also updated to a point where it's like you realize this is uh, 25 years later. Mm. So you have to think like these motherfuckers got kids now, mm. you know, so, you know, you get into that and um, it, it's like without spoiling anything, I walked out of there thinking to myself, I want to go back and watch it again. Um, mm. I just like the problem is the, the seats at this theater nearby. They're fucking terrible. Everyone else loves them. They're good for them. They're terrible for my back. Yeah, but, bro. I'm gonna tell you, man. T- take the trip up to Frederick to go to the fucking warehouse cinema because you have those leather couches. That, yeah, you have those leather couches that lean all the way back and the feet come up. Nice, bro. And you get beer and fucking food in there. It's great. You, you had me at beer. Um, right. and actually, so even though this episode comes out on the 28th, since we're talking in those terms tonight, I am recording the screen episode for my uh, horror movie podcast. So. And then also in speaking of those terms of it being the 28th when this comes out, tomorrow I'm actually going to go see the Batman. Uh, I got early early uh early oh, you, got March, you got March 1st tickets? Uh so I don't, but a friend does. So nice. I, I will that will be a birthday gift. And I was like, dude, absolutely, I'm gonna go. I'm excited. Because we had this discussion. I was like, well, I'll see Batman when I see it. I'm not rushing to the theater, but I do want to see it. Um, I probably won't see it opening weekend. And they're like, well, how about if I said, hey, we can go on the first? And I was like, uh, you know, early access. And this will be a belated birthday gift. I was like, all right, let me check with Sarah. Check with Sarah. I was like, what's your schedule? She was like, technically, I'm not working. I was like, all right, well, I'm going to see Batman. So, um, but basically, I don't do the theater a lot. And what I was getting at is like uh, Morbius was going to be, believe it or not, a long news list of movies I was going to see in the theater. I think I have for this year five movies I plan on seeing in the theater. Mm-hmm. Um, Scream was one of them. Uh, now Batman. Um, Doctor Strange. Morbius. And then Halloween. And no no uh, Black Adam or uh, uh, out. Uh, Flashpoint? Yeah, Flashpoint. So, uh, Flashpoint, yes. Flashpoint will be theater. And uh, now I, I I feel dirty saying it, but I want to see Jurassic World Dominion in theater. I just uh, I feel like I have to. Yeah, I, I have. I still haven't seen the last one, man. I just don't care I, anymore. I don't. Yeah, I saw the last one. I own it, but I don't know that I watched it more than once. Uh, dude, dude, dude it, it's it's funny, man. Bobby and I did some college project a long time ago with a Jurassic Park. It was a spoof, funny thing, like Jurassic Park Four. And like more dinosaurs, more mayhem, and we just made like a trailer. <laughs> but like basically in in the in the like thing, there's like some kind of smart dinosaur hybrid shit, like kind of like dinosaur hybrid man or whatever. And this yeah. was like I mean, God, this like early two thousands, you know, like it might have been like two thousand one. You know what I mean? 
Um, but that shit is going that like you know that dumb way, like gen- genetically modified, yeah. like super dinosaurs. And I'm like, oh, well, that's fucking funny, bro. Looking at the trailer, it's like it looks silly, but there's something I I think just seeing the you know the original characters is like you know what. I'm going to see it, but it's one of those things where it's like, reluctantly, I'm going to see it. Yeah. And I'm going to win zero expectation for sure. So I'll catch, it on, I'll catch it on Netflix. Let's officially wrap it up this time. So, uh, Adam, always great to have you on. Thank you for doing Thanks, this. Hell yeah, um, man. Anytime. I'm glad, I'm, uh, glad, you know, like COVID's kind of, you know, passing the way through and, 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 you know, you're back up and moving. So, Again, great, great news to hear that. Um, any mentions, shout out that you want to throw out there? I mean, just check out, uh, you know, gonna, we didn't talk any nerd stuff here much. I still got my Instagram on the, 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 the Beer and Boulders 40K or the Warriors Lodge stuff if you're into the gaming scene. Um, and Dante, we'll have to get you and Sarah up here for, you know, yes. outdoor cookout, whatever else here. Fire pit. We're actually doing something tomorrow night. It's kind of like a last minute thing because of the Memorial Day. The uh, mm-hmm. wife and I were like, well, let's have something Sunday since we're off Monday. But then every time we do that, we fucking feel like trash for our, like, our day off. So like, let's do it a Saturday so we feel like trash Sunday. It'd be fun Monday. So uh, you guys are always welcome. You know, come on up. Let me know. I don't know sure, what we're going to do. Just invite a bunch of fucking random folks up here, cook some food, and, you know, <laughs> have a couple of drinks. So that's cool. how it is. Right, well, definitely, it's never too uh, cold for a cookout. I agree. Even even snow on the ground. I've been on the grill in the snow. Oh, um, yeah. We'll definitely, uh, you know, want to try to get together with you all. I've mentioned it to Sarah in the past, you know, when, when uh, you put, uh, you know, a picture of the, the new house up. I was like, yeah, like, actually, no, she showed me. She was like, you see uh, Adam's new place. I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like, um, like, and then after our last recording, so I was like, yeah, we got to, um, you know, get together with them all, you know, just period, like. Just I miss seeing people, so yeah, we definitely uh got to get together. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna plan some like kind of big event where like people can fucking bring because I got I got uh, power hookups in the back. Motherfuckers can bring campers if they want to. So <laughs> on the back forty acres, it's not it's not that. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a flex. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, yeah, man. But, uh, but yeah, um, I'll make a weekend out of it, you know, like start Friday, wake up like early Monday and realize you're late for work. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Like they'll, they'll know what time it is. It's like Dante's not here. Oh, he's lost somewhere. Like, yep, Amen. that's what I do. Um, yeah, I'll go ahead and put uh, uh, beer and bolters and everything in the show notes. Um, um, and, and link you to everything. So for everybody else, uh, Thank you, as always, for listening to the podcast. Thank you for the uh, constant support. I uh, do greatly appreciate it. If you have any questions, concerns, um, criticisms even, feel free to reach out to me uh, off the mats podcast on Instagram or bjj.wiki on Instagram as well. You can email me. I think it's off the mats 2020 at gmail.com. Nobody emails me except for TikTok, but whatever. Um, but also... Make sure to check out uh, my good friends, Eric and Allie over at Armbar, Arm, uh, Armbar Attic. Um, you know, they got some new merchandise, some new rash cars, T-shirts and everything. So go give them a check out on Instagram, TikTok and Facebook as well. And also check the website, armbarattic.com. Uh, make sure to check out Kalampi Social Club. That's my other podcast 
that we review beers on. I think we just talk shit, really, but we do it while drinking beer, and then we pretend that we're, view we're reviewing beers. Really, we're just talking shit and getting drunk. So um, if you like that kind of shit, go check it out. Uh, it's my friend Steve and I, and we just have a good time. So don't take anything serious there, for sure. Um, also, uh, last but not least, check out my other podcast, So You Like Horror. It's a horror movie podcast, and this Friday, we will be releasing our episode on Scream, the entire franchise, up to even number five. Uh, just having a good talk about it. So check it out. Be kind. You know, download it. Um, otherwise, thank you, everybody, for listening. You guys keep listening to the podcast, keep downloading it, and I'm going to keep making them. Thank you all. Bye. Um, Later. Let me see his song.